It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. I love that. I love that, Rich. Nice to have you back in the studio, by the way. That's new. That's the first time I've heard that. We're a team now. <laughs> well, that's right. You've been out of town a lot. Now here's what I want to concentrate on today. For our audience, I call them the Bot Radio Network family. This election time, this election where people have the privilege to vote in America, but it's kind of confusing. Sometimes the, you watch the commercials on television, it kind of looks to me like a cage fight, and it can be very confusing. And as far as our audience is concerned, I don't care much about politics. And you know, Rich, it isn't even about principle. It's about the Bible. There are those issues that the Bible speaks of, and people should be concerned about life and the health of a community and how people are served by the government they vote for. I like to call them righteousness issues. Well, that's a good way to put it. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. All right. Now, let me just say now, several years ago, there was a black minister who was the uh, chaplain of the House of Representatives in the state of Kansas. Now, this goes back a ways. His name was Pastor Cecil Washington, and he pastored the New Beginning Missionary Baptist Church in Topeka, Kansas. That's the capital of Kansas. For those in other states won't know this, but Pastor Washington, as the chaplain, when he was praying to God as a Christian minister in opening the session in the House of Representatives, why he closed his prayer to God in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, Rich, right there in Kansas, that created a big a big commotion. People didn't like that. I'm not saying all people, but you know who I mean. The, the usual suspects well, the didn't like it. The usual suspects, the pro-abortion crowd, yeah. the big tax crowd, the people who want more money for schools but don't really care whether the schools produce a great student at the end of the year, all of that crowd. The anti-religious liberty crowd. That's exactly right. Well, they really created a commotion. But Pastor Washington, he hung in there. He was a man with a back that was just strong. And we, I remember we interviewed him. We talked about it. Well, now, come to think of it, I, I find that Pastor Washington is the chaplain of the Kansas Senate. And isn't that something? He still is also the pastor. And he uh, still prays in Jesus' name. Oh, yes. Well, that's what a Christian minister does. Of course. Unless they start melting and they want to fold into whatever is expected of them because they're so proud, season, but that's not him. So I want the people now to hear. Now, this was not carried on the television news. It was not even reported in the newspaper. But when President Donald Trump had his huge big rally in Topeka, Kansas, listen to me, folks, the news media did not carry this. The newspapers, not even Fox News, carried this. But Pastor Cecil Washington opened that rally in prayer. I want you to hear his prayer. Here it is. Our God is in the house. 
and our God reigns. Amen? Amen. There is an environment that our God has promised to bless. It's the environment of unity, where two or three are gathered. He's uniquely with us. Let's kick off this rally with prayer. Is that all right? Are you going to pray with me? Let's now humble ourselves and unite in prayer. Heavenly Father, here in this arena, in the heart of this country, people are gathering with a view toward greatness for this nation. Lord, there are many ways in which the health of this nation has deteriorated. The catchphrase, make America great again, is expressing a desire to go back, but specifically to return to your principles for greatness. It's a call, it's a call for us to return to the great bottom line truths of life upon which all true greatness is essentially established. Lord, you know how my grandmother made us eat our vegetables. We didn't really enjoy them, but she said we had to eat them in order to be healthy. Lord, every now and then, you will allow the status of our health to remind us that we need to go back to our vegetables. Go back to what grandma said would promote good health. And Lord, the founding fathers of this country, like my grandmother, insisted on certain spiritual vegetables necessary for the health of this country. Necessary. Because you said in Proverbs 29 verse 18, that where revelation from you is ignored, law and order disappears, and people run wild. So Lord, the greatness of this country, the health of this country, can only be realized as we follow the recipe book of your holy word. Help each of us under the sound of my voice to become a chef, being fed, and feeding others with the life-giving recipes that come from the table of your holy word. Now, Lord, in the midst of all the political chaos, you've given us a recipe that includes prayer as a main ingredient. You said in Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 7, and 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, that the key to living in quiet peace is found in praying for and honoring our authorities. So we pray today for President Trump, his administration, and all the human authorities positioned by you, heads and families, in business, in government, and in faith. You have situated them for your divine purposes and for our good. We pray for godly wisdom so they'll know what to do we pray for your guidance so they'll know how to do. 
Then we pray for your resources so we'll have what we need to do what you want us to do in the way you want us to do it. Finally, Lord, after all is said and done, grant us the blessed privilege of standing before your throne to hear you say the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Bring us then from labor to reward. I utter this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, Rich. Hey, Rich, you know, wouldn't you think that the television audience and the rest of the media would have allowed the audience to know this is the way that huge rally opened up in Topeka, Kansas, in the heart of America. That's right. This was not on Fox News. This was not on the networks. Well, it sure but, wasn't on all the other TV stations But you get either. it on the complete story where you hear the rest of the story. Exactly. You know why, Rich? Because our audience is the Bot Radio Network family, and we want them to know everything from the issues that they care most about. Let me just put another insert here. When Kathleen Sebelius was the governor of Kansas, let me tell you something, folks. Uh, she was a Democrat, uh, the type of person that carried on terribly when Pastor Washington would pray in Jesus' name. That's the type. But you know, she had a birthday party in the governor's mansion for George Tiller, the third trimester abortionist from Wichita, Kansas. She wanted to celebrate his birthday and honor him. That's the kind of governor we had then. That's back when Kansas listen, was the pro-abortion capital of the country. You talked to, uh, to Donna Lepold about Kansas and Chris Kobach and the stuff that's going on. And Donna Lepold in the state of Kansas is someone people can trust. We've known her since 1991, right? Yes, she heads up an organization that she founded called Culture Shield, and she travels the whole state of Kansas organizing prayer rallies and motivating Christians to defend our religious liberties. So in Kansas, this is what she had to say. I think that we would line up primarily with Chris Kobach. I really don't have any doubt. Uh, Laura Kelly is very aligned with Kathleen Sebelius and has an agenda that would be pro-homosexual and pro-abortion without a doubt. Um, and she would, she would put our state in harm's way, I believe. I think that Chris is a warrior, and that's what we need right now. We need to stand our ground. We need to fight for our religious liberties. He knows the Constitution forward and backward, and I believe that he will represent Kansas so well. Okay, and you see him frequently on Fox News as well, and he's the current Secretary of State for Kansas. That's right. He is, and he's just a, a great man of God, and I believe that his desire is to serve. He has a great family, five daughters. Uh, he's a real family man, but he is a Harvard, Yale, Oxford graduate. He's a Rhodes Scholar. He's intelligent, and he's passionate. And he defends the Constitution of the United States of America, doesn't he? Absolutely, yes. Yes, he is a constitutional attorney. He is a professor of the Constitution. He knows it very well. You see, Rich, what we're doing here today is to give our audience clarity. Clarity. I tell you, this search and destroy, this absolute attack 
that we've just seen people raging in the streets and all of this stuff. Don't get discouraged, folks, and don't get turned off. Uh, God holds you responsible for what you do. And in America, remember, giving unto Caesar that which is Caesar, in America, we are Caesar. So that's what we have, is the right to vote and the responsibility to vote with clarity and conviction about the issues that you feel are fundamentally important. What would you say? That's right. We the people are the Caesar. Let's turn over here to Missouri now. We're going to want to walk through this, folks. So just stay with us here. Now, Bev Allen, how long have we known her in mm. Missouri? No, we've known Bev. She's been a culture warrior for a long, long time. And uh, with Concerned Women for America. Right. She's the Missouri State Director for CWA, Concerned Women for America. And she is really an honest person, broker of honesty and truth. Uh, I don't think she likes politics any more than I do. And she certainly isn't into this other than where her heart is, where her heart is. Now, we see a lot of this tug of war on television and the commercials. Man alive, it knocks me out. And you, you see between, uh, between mm -hmm. the two candidates, Josh Hawley, Josh Hawley and, um, and Claire McCaskill, for goodness yeah. sakes. Well, let's see what Bev Allen has for a Missouri Bot Radio Network family. Here well, she is. Basically, what we're talking about is the sanctity of human life, the sanctity of marriage, religious liberty, issues like this. And Joshua Hawley really has a strong, strong record. Didn't he help to take the Hobby Lobby case to the Supreme Court and win? Oh, yes. Those are the three issues that are the most important and pressing for the Christian community. And he's um, not only right on those issues, but he has even defended them um, at the Supreme Court level. And and uh, how would you rate Claire McCaskill? Rater um, on a scale of zero to ten is zero. But are you telling me that for both of these Supreme Court justices, Gorsuch and here now with Kavanaugh, she voted no? And uh, I imagine that's right. kind of opposite of what most people in Missouri would have would have wanted. Oh, yes. We had polls. 57 to 60 percent of the people in Missouri were supporting Kavanaugh. And we told her that many weeks before the actual vote. And um, so she still found, it, uh, found a place to, to satisfy the party rather than people in Missouri. So I saw rallies in Washington where Concerned Women for America was among a number of uh, groups of women that supported Justice Kavanaugh because of those issues of, of life and religious liberty and, and traditional marriage and so forth. But, but Joshua Hawley, is, he's currently the Attorney General, and he's doing a great job from what I understand. And, uh, oh, my goodness. The court cases that we have won, uh, I'm not used to winning so many um, court cases, but uh, the Attorney General's office have defended every lawsuit that came against Senate Bill 5 from last year and won every one. And this is an election where people cannot afford to, to miss it. Uh, are you encouraging people to be sure to be registered, to be sure to vote and bring your family, bring oh. your friends, make sure that everybody in your church votes in this election? This is as important as the presidential election, because if we don't have a Senate and a House that will support the president, the president's just going to have the next two years of, you may call, may as well call him the lame duck president, because he won't have any support from, from Congress if we don't send those to Congress that will support him. Yeah, you see, Rich, 
what she's talking about also is so correct because even on the issue of illegal aliens, now listen, folks, catch the two words, they're perfectly good English words. Illegal is illegal. An alien means that you do not belong here. Uh, people lock their door at night to keep out people who don't belong. And we have laws and we have rules and regulations. And when the drugs are pouring across our border and the crime is pouring across our border, well, absolutely, uh, the president needs help in Congress. Otherwise, Katie bar the door. Isn't that true? Uh, absolutely. I love what she had to say about Joshua Hawley, and I love the fact that he was part of the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty that took the Hobby Lobby case all the way to the Supreme Court and won. And now he's the current attorney general for yeah. the state well, of Missouri. He's running, he's running for Senate. Running for the U.S. Senate. Against who? Claire McCaskill. Claire McCaskill, who has always voted solidly for abortion mm-hmm. and against religious freedom. And every other pro-family, pro-life biblical principle that a person would want and stand for, she votes against it. Well, it's so exciting that we have uh, somebody like Josh Hawley to support. Now, going back to Kansas again, Eric Tietzel had something to tell you. Tell About a congressional race. Well, tell who he is. And what he had to say. Yes, well, Eric Tietzel is uh, the executive director of the Family Policy Alliance of Kansas. And so we asked him about a congressional race in the Kansas City area involving Congressman Kevin Yoder. Okay, here it is. Uh, Using the resources that we have, doing everything we can to make sure that uh, pro-family, pro-life, pro-religious freedom candidates up and down the ballot are put into positions of of leadership at at an absolutely critical time. And uh, Kevin Yoder, Congressman Yoder, is um, is a candidate uh, who who merits um, our support. He um, he has a consistent record on these issues. So what we're really doing here, folks, is trying to help you understand uh, what Bot Radio Network stands for. And believe me, it's not politics, and really, it's not party. It's the candidates who stand on principle by their record. That's what's important. And to tell you the truth, those who hate them and oppose them are also knowing them for their record. And when their record is the way it is for religious freedom, for pro-life, for family values, and for a good education for the kids, not just throwing money at it. Why, of course, That's how we think that's the way it should be, and I want to share that with you. By their fruits ye shall know them. Now we move up to Indiana. Yes. You know, Indiana people. This is where our vice president, Mike Mm. Pence, has come, and we've known him and about him and followed his career from a long time back. How long have we had our radio stations in Fort Wayne, Indiana, Rich? My goodness, since uh, about 1980. Oh, man, that's a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So now here is Mike Pence, the vice president, who said, listen, folks, he said, I am first a Christian, and second, I am a conservative, and third, I am a Republican in that order. And uh, this is what 
Our good friend, tell who Kathy Humberger Yes, I, I had a chance to speak with Kathy Humberger because they have a very important Senate race taking place up in Indiana. She's the vice president of Indiana Right to Life and the president of Allen County Right to Life, where Fort Wayne is. Okay, here's what she said. Well, Joe Donnelly has been in the Senate for uh, one term, and he's up for re-election in this general election cycle coming up. He has a 33 percent, only a 33 percent pro-life voting record is scored by National Right to Life. So that's only about one-third. That means two-thirds of the time he's not pro-life. That's exactly right. Um, He has voted uh, two times during his uh, time in Washington to continue funding abortion providers like Planned Parenthood. On the other hand, uh, Mike Braun, when he was in the Indiana State House um, as a legislator, had a 100% pro-life voting record. We anticipate that he will do this very same thing when he gets to Washington, and we need every pro-life vote that we can get. That's why this election is so important. Now, isn't that interesting, Rich? Why do you suppose that they need every pro-life vote they can get? What do you suppose that is? Well, I suppose it's because the other side is getting every vote that they can get. Well, I suppose that's kind of and the every, way it is. And every vote counts. Now, well, of course it is, but the point is they need every pro-life vote because they believe that the right to life of an innocent pre-born child is worth it. And you know what, Dad? I found that a, a political figure that gets the life question right tends to get everything else right, too. That's such an important foundational starting point. Uh, yes, that's true. But listen, you see, she mentioned that this uh, Joe Donnelly, he voted pro-life 33, I think, percent of the time. <laughs> one-third. Or yep. one-third, you know. And so there are always those politicians that will vote for pro-life when it's convenient to do so, yep. when it's good for them, when it helps them. But when you take a man like Mike Braun, who is 100% pro-life, by the way, I also like the idea that he's a businessman. He's not a politician that has been playing in the swamp all these years. And uh, so I like that. He sounds like he's an independent man who knows who he is and what he believes and where he stands. And that's our only interest in him advancing. Because he, he's trustworthy. And he's got a 100% pro-life Isn't voting record to prove it. also interesting, Rich, that right now people care about who can I trust based on who's trying to keep their word. Everybody's got a campaign speech, but once they're elected, who will keep their word? That's important. Who can I trust to keep their word? This seems to be the big battle that's going on right now in these midterm elections. Don't you suppose that the Lord's people, the people listening to this broadcast right now, would want clarity so they know which direction they want to go with their vote and get their family and get a little enthusiasm and get a little excitement to do the right thing. A little Daniel in the lion's den type fervor. A little David and Goliath type fervor. And another thing now, I want our listeners to hear. Oh, I love this. I want our listeners to hear coming back to Kansas at the opening 
of the Trump rally uh, in Topeka, Kansas, just a few days ago, that the media never showed the American people. Here is Pastor Cecil Washington singing, oh man, the national anthem. Here it is. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in stadium was filled to the top and thousands of people were outside that could not get in. But the people uh, in the television audience and reading their newspapers never knew until this broadcast what really happened at the opening of that wonderful rally. What is the number of our listener comment line? The listener line? comment line is 1-800-345-2621. 1-800-345-2621. This is Dick Bott and my son Rich with another chapter of The Complete Story as a public service for you folks. See you later. See you later.